Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Powerful Conversations with Powerful Women. And today I'm delighted to be, be, joined, to be joined by Victoria. Um, I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your surname. Um, maybe you can help me with that. No worries. Schultes, it's a Hungarian name. It's hard. Okay. So. Give you that. <laughs> I, should have asked, I should have asked you before I pressed record. Um, but yes, no I will. Um, this this uh, this conversation is here to inspire people with stories of uh, powerful women, and that's why I invited Victoria to come and join us. So delighted to have you here today, Victoria. Um, Thank you. Why don't you start by introducing yourself to to everybody? Um, who you are, what you do. Etc. Sure, sure, and thank you very much, Claire, for the for the uh, invite for this show. I was really excited to uh, join you guys and uh, share a bit more more of my story. Uh, my name is Victoria Schultes, as you said, and um, actually my story started uh, back in Cyprus, where uh, I started off as an accountant. So originally, that's my that's my profession. So I started. Ooh, I don't even know if if I dare to say it more than fifteen years ago. Let's let's not. <laughs> With actual numbers to that but yeah it's almost almost 20 years now but um, yeah I started off um, uh, when Cyprus was a big hub for company incorporation there was a lot of um, uh, companies who wanted to take the business online and back at the day it was much more easier to pick a country what you like what you like the benefits of and obviously the different taxation structures uh, still staying within uh, Europe and uh, start your your business so I was catering for these kind of clients and uh, actually I was born in Hungary so I speak Hungarian so I gathered more and more Hungarian speaking clients which uh, uh, they came to me other than you know for the accounting uh, company itself so so I could call them my own clients later on I, I was joined uh, with the other different type of clientele I don't know if you know but Cyprus is really big on brokerages for tax benefits um, so I had uh, more and more brokerages and uh, forex companies and different exchanges so once I had my own clientele I started to provide the outsourced the CFO uh, chief financial officer services and uh, started to teach at the university as well teaching accounting modules um, and uh, later on when my clients started to ask me that yes I understand Victoria that tax benefits are good because obviously I was uh, not just doing the accounting, but uh, help them with the taxation structures and whatnot. They asked me that um, once the tax is sorted, help us to deal with banks because the banks are the ones who are giving us the real headache. They're asking a, a lot of questions. They are blocking the transactions. They freeze our funds and we just don't know who to trust. And that's what I was intrigued to learn more about the industry, mainly when it comes to these special type of clients, the brokerages, the investment companies, as I mentioned, insurance companies, because somehow they are considered from the banking perspective as higher risk type of clients. That means there mm -hmm. is a higher chance of wrongdoing money laundering obviously there is a license involved when we are talking about financial um, companies or holding other people's funds so um, I was really interested in this industry and uh, wanted to find out the answers for myself to be able to explain to my clients and uh, I just went down the rabbit hole I was uh, speaking to different uh, banks and different uh, compliance uh, groups uh, to really understand how banks think and what is the reason that they are digging deep in certain transactions, in certain jurisdictions, in certain companies. And even though that 
your activity might be completely legal and there's nothing wrong with that if the bank does not have the capability for uh, checking your transactions and being um, present in the industry, meaning that if they don't know uh, how, for example, crypto transactions work, you can be legal as you want. They are not going to accept you simply mm. because they cannot be sure that whatever you do is is to the book because they just don't have the compliance personnel sometimes. So, so there could be very subjective reasons why you get rejected. So this company actually started um, to catch up really, really well after the, the incorporation. And uh, now I have more than two, two and a half thousand clients, almost 3000 now, uh, who was reaching out to me looking for uh, bank accounts, uh, merchant accounts, you know, the Visa MasterCard acceptance on the website. And um, we set up a, a consultancy around these problems. So we help to uh, help people and help businesses, online businesses to understand uh, why they get rejected, who are the providers who are still taking them, what is the fee to be expected, um, how to appear lower risk in the eyes of the compliance of the bank, how to move money uh, in a safe and uh, and uh, much more uh, risk-free, you know, safer mm -hmm. manner. Um, and now we, we even do consulting for financial institutions, for banks, um, neobanks, you know, these online banking applications of how to enter the market for the higher risk, therefore higher profit uh, companies, as well as um, advise them how to balance out the portfolio, how high risk is too high risk, how to price the financial products. Uh, but whatever has has money in it and uh, and then if there is a need uh, for that, then um, then we can definitely help when it comes to payment, moving funds, accepting funds from from the clients, entering new jurisdictions, for example, mm. what are the preferred payment methods, let's say, if, I don't know, in Africa, you know, people don't use yeah. cards, they like mobile payments. So all these kind of uh, aspects, uh, we, we have a we have a lot of consulting work and uh and yes this is uh this is the the two businesses now that i'm running still have my accounting and audit uh, uh and tax advisory part in cyprus setting up companies and advising on the taxation but the majority of my time is really uh, focused on these on these payment questions mm -hmm. and and clients so I, I find that the whole thing completely fascinating. And I suppose there's one side is is the content of what you do, but I think also what when listening to to your story and how you got to where you were, I definitely have this sense that um, you potentially started off by following a a passion that you had, um, like choosing the place that you wanted to be in and the area you wanted to work in. Is that right? Yes, and I think it's not only the passion, it's really my curiosity, because I yeah. wanted to know the answers. I, I did not accept a no. Why? Because I said so kind of answer. I, I did not accept it. I, I truly believe that everything has a reason behind it. And once you understand the reason, that's yeah. when you have these aha moments. Yeah. And the other, other very important thing that I learned uh, through my journey is that uh, it's always easier to find a supply to the demand, then find the demand to your supply. So you can yeah. be the best consultant or the best accountant or the best this and that. You will spend a lot of time, energy, and obviously marketing budget in order to get yourself known to the open public. Yeah. However, when you are dealing with problems that no one else deals with, but actually there is a need for that, and you can yeah. be a specialist in a very special area 
clients will come organically. Right now, we are not really doing any kind of marketing other than, you know, obviously we have a website and, and, and I'm going to different conferences to speak. But, um, but the clients come to us because they know that we have the answer even before they ask the question. Yeah. I know you, I know you, I know what are your questions, what are your problems, who is the provider who is going to accept you, what is going to be the challenge, because I dealt with many of yous. And, yes. and within this um, within this industry, I, I truly believe that that's the reason that we could get so far so quick, because we are not really um, promoting any service, any any financial product. We represent everyone and no one. So we can be brutally honest saying yeah. that, no, whatever you, whatever you hope for is not going to work or do this. Otherwise, you're going to pay too much. You know, many times people are going to sales. And the sales are telling them that we are the safest, we are the cheapest, bring us the millions. But are they though? And, and, and when it comes to high risk, the risk is not only on the, on the client who is applying for these accounts, but actually on the providers as well. So it's a combination yeah. of both. But uh, yeah, but the, but the blue ocean strategy is, yeah. in my opinion, it's, it's much easier to penetrate the yeah. market with this kind of mindset. Yeah, but I think that's, that's really interesting. So I think a lot of... Um, female entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general that are out there can can very can struggle quite a lot with defining exactly what their service offering is and who they're offering it to okay. um and i i i think that it's very inspirational to see what you've been able to achieve just by following your curiosity and really listening to what people's needs are and and, res, and res, responding and and how that has the concept in itself has evolved beautifully into two businesses that covers the world and you know is is in very high demand and what sounds like to be a very loyal business as well so i think that's really inspiring for for people out there who are, who are a little bit un, uncertain um have you had any any sort of periods along the journey where you've had moments of of self doubt or challenges that you've faced uh, yes, I think everybody is going through that. And uh, the question is that how do you handle these uh, obstacles to be able to, to come out uh, successfully on that? Um, I learned that you always need to see uh, what's the positive in every situation. And trust yeah. me, there is always a positive in every situation, even if it's just okay, I've been there, done that, learned from it, I will avoid it next time. Of yeah. course, I made a lot of mistakes as well. Um, I think everybody needs to go through this journey to be able to uh, fine tune and uh, their their operation and really understand themselves as, as leaders and, and managers and, uh, and really see that how do you prioritize your time? Who are the colleagues that you are picking and, yeah. and, and who, who is even the client that you are that you are talking to? You know, many of us, um, there is a 70-30 rule, right? The 70% of our clients are giving 30% of the income. So why don't we flip it around and try to focus more on the 30% of those clients who are giving the 70% of our income, right? And yeah. uh, you need to learn this in a hard way. But this is also good because even if it's bad, it's good because it's happening. It teaches you things and it, it shows you um, a way um, of, of how, how other opportunities, uh, how other ways uh, you, can, you can use to, to achieve uh, something. 
So yeah. in my opinion, it's, it's, it's very necessary. Even the failures are good that it's happening because that's the life of an entrepreneur. And that's, yeah. that's how you, that's how you learn how to trust yourself at the end of the day. So it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. And I think there's, um, you know, there's, you can go out and you can read or buy all the books you want to. Yeah. You can um, speak to all the people you want to get all the advice uh, that there is out there. But until you've actually experienced something and you've like lived it and felt it viscerally, it's yeah. it's very difficult to um, to really get what it's like to be in these situations. And of course, everybody has different different learnings they're going to get from from um, every every you know situation that, that that comes and I think what's what's in, incredible is is that you it's very easy to look at other people and think oh they've had it easy and it's been a really easy journey but you just don't know what's gone on behind the scenes and where the failures have been and where the moments of self-doubt have been and we all have them and I think yeah. there's, there's a certain amount of comfort in in knowing that we all have these challenges I agree. I agree. And I, I usually see the whole entrepreneurship uh, lifestyle as um, some kind of uh, like, a, like a video game, right? You need to pass level one. And once you know level okay. one and you're comf comfortable around level one, because you know where the monsters yeah. are coming from, then you yeah. can go to level two and level three. But yeah. the whole idea behind it is to enjoy. It's, it's yeah. not about finishing level one, finishing level two. It's just the joy, what you get out of that. Okay, what's on the next level? How, yeah. how more can I improve? And never be afraid of, of uh, moving slowly. Be afraid when you're standing still. Yeah. Uh, moving slowly, it's still getting you somewhere somehow. And it's still, there is something that you can learn from. When nothing is happening at the last, I don't know, half a year, one year, and you're in the same position as you were uh, at the last year, that's when the panic should kick in because that means yeah. that you are in your comfort zone on level two and playing again and again yeah. and you don't want to discover what is on level three and and that that could be blocking you to discover so much more and and and, and so many new opportunities that you have never even thought of yeah I, lo I love that analogy and it does <laughs> make it sound um much more fun and I, I you know yeah life is a game Anyway, I mean, it's, you know, we, we can't really control in it. We, there's, you know, we, everything can, anything can happen at any moment. Um, yeah. So I think that's, um, that's really, really insightful. What, what do you do? Because it, it sounds like with, with two businesses and all the travel you do as well, that that feels like that would be a very exhausting um, lifestyle to lead. I know when I used to travel a lot, it, it was was very hard and, and draining. What do you do to look after yourself and make sure that you have time to go slower or be still? Well, it's a good question because I know I should do a lot more than I'm actually doing. <laughs> so, you know, these, these sleepless nights of networking and the drinks and the uh, events and yeah. But um, but definitely the the takeaway of this is that I get to speak to very interesting people, hearing very interesting thoughts, and and uh, 
uh, understanding different ways of seeing sometimes the same problem. And this is really um, giving me so much more benefit uh, yeah. than, than the troubles of, of, of the traveling. Because, yeah, many times I'm just going to a country for two days. I haven't seen anything else but the hotel and the, you know, the expo booth and I'm just sitting back on the plane and coming back. Um, but, uh, but what I really like about those travels is that uh, I get to speak to people um, and, and mind, we are talking about money. So, so people yeah. need to be honest with me, with their, with their troubles and their fears and, and, and even on, the, on, on how did they get their money. You get to know a lot of interesting stories, what, yeah, what yeah. Gives, gives you as well as a person some kind of development and, and different aspect of, of looking at things. And that's what I, um, that's what I would say to, to everyone that um, there's one thing what your friend, your family uh, thinks about something, but get out there and talk to people that you wouldn't talk to otherwise go and talk yeah. to the i don't know the uh, the person who is going to the mines or or go to the uh, talk to the to the farmer in the agricultural industry and and see their perspective because even though it could be a different problem your mind your your attitude towards certain situations change even yeah. though that 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 you apply it to your own industry and sometimes there are some some very important aha moments yeah. that you would never even thought that that it's coming from that person so so those are the things that that it gives me strength yes uh, yes i would I would, I, I would say that there's a lot of things to do for me as well in 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 terms of improving my health and but the mental well-being at least is there so yeah. <laughs> that's my hobby i i quite enjoy it yeah yeah. And what I what I hear from what you say about um, just getting out there and having that diversity of thought is, um, you know, there's uh, just, just seeing everything as an opportunity for collaboration and um, for sharing thought, because it's it's really incredible when minds come together, different perspectives, perspectives come together on mm -hmm. how creative we can be with new ideas and solutions and to go into any sort of conversation particularly when you're networking with an open mind without without any judgment and say there's something I can learn from this and to not see people as um, a threat or as a com as competition to you is 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 a really valuable mindset shift to, to be in this space of, of collaboration. Do you think that's helped you grow your businesses having that sort of outlook when you've been networking and growing your business? I think it's a must. We all start as employees, at least, you know, majority of us are starting as mm. employees. So we have our cushy little paycheck, our, our, our safe world, and we don't even dare to think what's out there. But once you start to do your own thing and you fail and you succeed and, and life goes on, um, you develop a certain kind of mindset whereby you always look for the opportunities. And this is not something which lasts from nine to five. It, it mm. really affects everything, how you see problems so your personal problems seem to be um, resolved in a different manner when you were uh, for example an employee and, and and you've got that mindset that okay I've, I've, I've got to work to live not a life to to you know work and, and develop something on my own so I think this is this is the most important aspect that entrepreneurship can can give to to someone that it puts you in the mindset of the solution finder and it, it really uh, affects every aspect uh, of your life. Yeah. 
And it was interesting because I had a, a chat with someone in the event and the, the person told me that, you know what, I went really far and I'm in a sea level and I've got a really good job. And, and I, I don't know if I could give up that kind of certainty where, where I have the paycheck every, every month uh, on my bank account. And, and it made me think that, to be honest with you, you don't really know if you, if you have a job in three months because it's not your... Yeah, it's, it's not something that that you have any kind of authority yeah. over. You just don't know. Someone else is making a decision, even though that you're a C level management, yeah. that you are going to work on Monday or not, and you might pay the price for someone else's bad decisions. However, me as an entrepreneur, I know exactly what I'm going to do in three months, in six yeah. months, even in a year, because because I am the one who who is who is basically feeding myself and 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 do all the financial planning. So if you put things in this kind of perspective, the safety around being an employee, it it gets a whole different meaning yeah. uh, versus being your 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 own entrepreneur and you know going after your own dreams. So that's also something that that you might want to consider when when you start yeah. following your dreams, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So what um, what one piece of advice would you give? I normally ask that maybe to your 16 year old self, but actually let's take it to what, if you wind back to when day one of starting your entrepreneurial journey, what piece of advice would you have given yourself then with all the experience you've got now? No, I have a clue. Everybody's winging it. <laughs> lesson I learned that you sometimes talk to people and they're like you know multimillionaires like owner of banks and and politicians and you're looking at the person and like you you got there if you can do it so can I so so yeah have have much more of a confidence in in yourself because uh, you think that the world is run by people who got it all figured out no no they don't everybody is trying to do their best uh, but uh, but you learn a job and and don't yeah. be afraid of making mistakes because everybody is doing them <laughs> yeah oh I love that that's brilliant yeah yeah really good so how, yeah how, how's everyone getting up to the next level in that in that game they're playing yeah for sure really? yeah yeah really? you, you, you trust your gut and just go forward and you you have a bit of yeah. a recklessness in you that okay I'm gonna figure it out when I'm getting there but yeah. overall yeah that's that's what I really see that everybody is clueless and they are just hit and miss you know it's a, it's a huge luck element as well in that too so yeah do you have um a motto that you live by that or a series of mottos or something um i believe in the in the big numbers so i truly believe that if you try 10 times chances are one is going to hit if you try 100 times then you've got 10 times more to hit and and if you try enough times sooner or later something is going to hit so so that's why you need to reach out and try yourself in multiple uh multiple projects multiple ideas i'm not saying that you know do the the peanut butter metal when you're spreading yourself out there so you're a writer and you're doing the podcast and then you're working and then you are i don't know gardening and doing everything not that but within what you do um try out different aspects of it because you just don't know which one is going to catch up and and take you far again i'm 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 really thinking about it again like a game so think about it there is a there's a darts game and you've got uh unlimited amount of darts to to hit the bullseye but you're blindfolded so if you hit 
enough times and you are consistently trying to hit and trying to find uh sooner or later you're gonna hit the bullseye maybe tomorrow maybe in 20 years but but you keep trying because it's it's all in the big numbers sooner or later some something has to something has to happen it's statistically it's a fact (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and what what do you tell yourself um in the days when hitting the bullseye feels impossible keep on trying i mean you can't you can't screw up everything there has to be some something coming up of that and uh, this is when the the mindset of uh, concentrating on the positive comes along yeah so yeah i i understand this didn't work out but what did we learn and uh, mm-hmm. and how far are we compared where we were yesterday and and what are the the good things the good takeaways that you can take out from every situation and if you try to concentrate on those things that you can change and try to live with or or ignore the things that you cannot. That again puts you in a in a in a in a solution perspective. So don't sit and and cry over something which you can't do anything against. Just you know, change it or accept it, kind of thing. And yes. then always always look look ahead, look forward, and and uh, do the next step. And sooner or later, as I said, you're gonna hit something. <laughs> it's just yeah. just yeah. a question of time. Well, thank you so much. It's it, I think you're you're clearly a very wise woman um, who has <laughs> lots of experience behind you and a really strong mindset. So, which is, um, you know, makes you the perfect guest for for this. If people want to um, find out more about what you do, get in touch. Um, I will put uh, links in the in the show notes. But how how else can they get in touch with you? Yeah, definitely. You can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Victoria Scholtes, uh, or through my company, PFP Angels. Uh, it's pfpangels.com. You can find all the availabilities there. And uh, I'm always here to, to even just to have a chat with someone who, who thinks that uh, they've got a problem with payments. That's that's what I'm working for, just to make payments easy. <laughs> payments should yeah. be easy. And that's my job to, to make sure that, that it, it gets as easy as it's as it can be (laughs) yeah that's brilliant and that's a a great 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 mission to be on so thank you um thank you so much for for joining me today um really enjoyed talking to you and i'm sure we'll be in touch thank you so much claire thank you my pleasure and thank you for everyone who was uh watching and uh I'm, i'm looking forward to get any kind of new friend request connections on linkedin so i'm I'm, I'm here to chat with everyone thank you so much claire (laughs) my pleasure thank you thank you